Rise with India podcast on ET Now. Good morning and happy Monday to you. This is the daily morning update from ET Now and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 3rd of May. In the top news, the results of the recently conducted assembly elections in India are now clear and incumbents have largely managed to hold off challengers. In West Bengal, Mamata Banerjee's Trinamul Congress will form the government in the state, but the chief minister lost the key battleground of Nandigram. In Kerala, a state which has not re-elected an incumbent government in 41 years, Pinrai Vijayan is set to beat the incumbency jinx. Assam, meanwhile, is re-electing the BJP-led National Democratic Alliance to power. Finally, Tamil Nadu will see the DMK form government and that is the only major state which will see a change of guard. There's good news for the government's finances. India's goods and services tax collections for the month of March hit an all-time high. The revenue from the centralised tax, which was collected in April, stood at 1.41 lakh crore rupees, according to a statement from the Ministry of Finance. That's 14% higher than the collections for the month of February. This is the seventh month in a row that we've seen GST collections above the 1 lakh crore mark. Meanwhile, the government has waived the late fee for delayed filing of the monthly return GSTR 3B and tax payments for the months of March and April and has also reduced the interest rate for late filers. The context, of course, is the surge in COVID-19 cases that India is contending with. On Sunday, according to the latest report from the Health Ministry, in the 24 hours to 8 a.m., nearly 3.92 lakh people tested positive for the virus. The Supreme Court has asked the central government to revisit its initiatives and protocols on vaccination as well as on the availability of oxygen and essential drugs at affordable prices. The court made it clear that it did not seek to replace the government's policy with its own, but it raised concerns about the equitable distribution of the vaccine if states are left to source them on their own for their citizens in the age group of 18 to 45. The court also asked the government to clarify if it had introduced any measures to inoculate people that don't have access to digital resources. Speaking of vaccines, the central government will supply 56 lakh vaccines to states in the next three days, according to a press release from the Ministry of Health yesterday. This will help states accelerate vaccination for all those above 45 years of age, as well as healthcare and frontline workers. In more news on the economy, India's trade deficit widened to $15.24 billion in April from $13.9 billion in March. That's on account of a fall in exports, which is understandable considering that the second wave of the pandemic had well and truly set in in the month of April. Also, watch out for high-frequency indicators on the economy that will start trickling in this week and that will give you an early picture as to how the economy is dealing with the second wave of the pandemic. Also, watch out for auto sales data. Uh, they started trickling in over the weekend and they will be reported today as well. And with that, it's over to Rohit Singh for the trade setup for the day in India. Morning, Rohit. How are we looking today? Good morning, Alex. We're starting off yet another week with clouds of gloom. Friday saw a four-day winning streak snap and stocks fell hard. Bank Nifty turned out to be the biggest factor of concern for it drowned the entire market on Friday. Extended restrictions in large parts of India 
BJP losing a crucial election in West Bengal, and the unstoppable surge of COVID cases are shaking the foundation of this momentum. Foreign investors dumped shares worth about 3,500 crore rupees, while DIIs bought shares worth about 1,400 crore rupees on Friday. On the global front, Berkshire Hathaway's Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger's upbeat prognosis will support the sentiment on Wall Street. For the month, S&P 500 clocked its third straight month of gains, rising by more than 5%. Europe's GDP contraction has meant that the eurozone has entered another technical recession, though there are hopes of a quick recovery. Let's tell you about some of the stocks that will be active this morning. Indusind Bank's net profit has tripled in the fourth quarter, led by a 24% fall in provisions. HDFC Bank is reorganizing itself into three areas: business verticals, delivery channels, and digital, to build execution muscle. Watch out for Reliance numbers. Jio's net profit is up almost 50% in Q4, while Reliance Retail posted a 45% jump in net profit. calling it a landmark quarter for the business keep an eye on the impact of auto sales numbers april has been a weak month as lockdowns disrupted both demand and supply for automotive the month of may has traditionally been a bad month for stocks the covid wildfire too remains a big concern if the numbers don't cool off soon expect a hit on the market sentiment especially for the lenders that's it for now it's back to you alex Thanks Rohit and as always thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthew signing off. Have a great day. The Rise with India podcast on ET Now.